you're fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Me, I'm sort of no, mumpy and a lot of- No, you are fantastic. No, you! Hashtag withdrawn. <laughs> Hashtag fantastic. Hashtag. Hashtag modesty. I'm Steve. And I'm Dolly. And this is Withdrawn. We're two boring librarians make libraries less boring. So you got a job and you have coworkers. Woohoo! Well, supposedly. So there are, there are solo librarians out there too. So solo, li- solo librarians, don't even listen to this episode because we're talking about coworkers. Well, solo librarians, you have your own challenges. Um, <laughs> this is uh, about getting along with yourself. God have mercy on your soul. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, so, getting along with yourself is yes. Hard. Well, well, most of us have coworkers, so um, and it's important to get along with them if you want to have a happy work life. Yay! Um, so, do you mean to say that like not every workplace is perfectly functional and fantastic and the greatest place on earth? You are correct, sir. Whoa! 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 <laughs> but um, you need to learn to survive in any job hopefully you will be hopefully you will get a job in a nice place and i think actually most libraries are nice places to work even if even if you're in a perfectly functional place that doesn't prevent you from having misunderstandings or needing to figure out where you stand in the hierarchy or you know making sure that you're not stepping on toes and you know when i first got hired to my librarian job that led to my director job now um my then boss said something I thought was very wise, which is, you know, we spend more time with the people we work with than with our families yes. in a lot of cases. Yep. So you got to be able to get along, even if you're not best BFFs and whatever all. Um, you still have to make sure that you're getting along with them and know how they work in order to have a successful work life of your own. Yeah, well, and we talked about in the last episode of new jobs. Those are the people you're going you're gonna to look to to really help you get through a new job. You, you need to um, get along with your coworkers so they can help you learn the job and help coach you into uh, being a better worker. Yeah, for capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know, I, I don't know what kind of library you work at. But. Hey, communist bot. Um, yeah, there, there's, 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 there's challenges. Have you? So your first job was sort of as a solo librarian. Did you have people you were working with? I did that? eventually. I had one person at first, and then I had a couple more as it went along. Um, <clears throat> I, I managed them, so it was sort of a different kind of relationship. When you're obviously when you're when you're a manager, and you're managing people. That's a different relationship with people, but also important. Um, yeah, I think the the key I think is always respecting your coworkers because. Mm. You don't necessarily have to like your coworkers. <laughs> I mean, you definitely don't have to be BFFs <laughs> with your coworkers. Um, but I think if you can have some sort of respect for them, and uh, that does get dif- difficult because there are people out there that you won't respect necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. But, but again, I, I think the majority of people who go into work in libraries are at least well-intentioned people, <laughs> even if it doesn't come off the way that you maybe would um, do things. Yeah. And I mean, there, there is kind of this weird misconception that you should be 
buddy buddies with coworkers. I, I see this in other industries as well. And, and to me, you know, I, I want to get along with people, but I'm not necessarily looking for, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it, I, it's, it's important to have a functional relationship that is a working relationship. Yes. And um, the thing to keep in mind is like, you're going to be spending a lot of time with people who you might not otherwise be spending a lot of time with. And that's just the nature of having a job. Welcome yeah, yeah. to Withdrawn, where we explain <laughs> jobs. But I, think, I do see people sort of like, oh, I don't like this person. And it's like, well, it doesn't matter if you don't like them. Liking them is completely irrelevant. Do they do their job? Do they do their job well? You know, are they are they functioning at the, at the level where you could do your own job? Then that's that's basically all you need. Um, where right. it gets and more it, complicated is when that's not happening. Right. Well, and if they're not doing the job, then that's where a manager needs to be stepping in to <laughs> make them um, improve their work. So they are doing their job. So, I mean, that, that, that can definitely be a downer on morale for the staff if there's somebody around who does not pull their weight. But that's almost, um, it feels almost like a different question, but I guess it is part of this, that there are sometimes going to be people there who you, who you don't feel are pulling their weight, and that is going to make you feel um, less valued maybe if there's somebody there that well, they're not even doing their job and they're still getting paid and they're still doing the same job. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, my my thing with some of that too is um, your number one concern at work should be your performance. <laughs> when yes. it when it gets to a point where you're concerned because somebody else's lack of work or whatever is, is impacting you, then, then definitely communicate with your manager and stuff like that. But I will keep, a, I will say, keep in mind with a lot of your coworkers, there's probably work going on that you don't know about. And I, I think I mentioned that in the last episode, that's where knowing other departments comes in handy. Cause if you, if you expect that the only work that someone's doing is the work that's visible to you, there's going to be a lot, you're probably going to think your manager does no work. Right. <laughs> and that's not a great place to start from. Um, uh, so with with your your coworkers, you know, you definitely want to give everybody the benefit of the doubt and 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 be aware of what they do, so that you're not sitting there going, "They're not doing what I expected. They're not working." Blah blah blah. Because God, you definitely don't want to be sitting around resenting someone else's performance. <laughs> yeah, well, well, and that's what I think where communication can come into that. You want to, I mean, a good communication between staff is that you will know what the other people are doing, so you will know that they're not just sitting around doing nothing at their desk, they're actually on the phone with a local school trying to set up a, a outreach kind of event. I mean, they're, they're doing something that you just don't know what it is necessarily. So I think good lines of communication can improve that kind of stuff. I mean, if it's me, um, I'm just tweeting, but no, <laughs> just kidding. Just. That's my secret cap. I'm always tweeting. Well, we talked about when you're a new person that you need your coworkers to help you out to guide you along and you just need to remember that I think when you're no longer the new person and another new person comes in you need to step into that role and be willing to help impart knowledge to new people yes always be teaching people to fish oh. A-B-T yeah. <laughs> T-F fish? Yeah. Um, yeah you're not always going to be the new person that's, that's when it gets really interesting um yeah, because there's... 
Well, and I, and I think if you're doing what we've talked about in the past episodes of you're looking at other departments and talking to other departments, those people are your coworkers too. I mean, you're all in the same organization. You're all, you may be off at, if you're in a public library, you may be in a branch somewhere. If you're in an academic library, you may be over in a different building or on a different floor or whatever. But those people are your coworkers too, who are in the department of doing cataloging mm-hmm. or um, circulation or whatever. So these are all your coworkers that you're working with. So you need to learn from all of them and mm-hmm. communicate well with all of them. There's one and another element to talk about too is sort of the idea of hierarchy, because even if you're hired in as a new person, um, you may wind up, even if you're it's your first librarian job, you may wind up supervising people, especially you know library techs or pages yes. or something like that. So being aware of of you know, am I actually in charge of these people? You know, am I allowed to tell them what to do, or am I stepping on someone else's toes? I, I worked a, an administrative job, um, and because I was doing some stuff with our ILS, people would come to me from the circulation department, and it was very important to me to always be communicating with the circulation supervisor, so it wasn't as if I was giving her staff direction that was not coming from her, because that's that can be... That's not good. Don't do that. That's, that's, <laughs> that's a bad... But, you know, if, if you're... If you're not clarifying who you're in charge of and what you're, where you're standing with other people, yeah, it's even first-time librarian jobs because of the way they're they're structured. You can sometimes find yourself saying, "Oh, am I supposed to be telling the pages what to do?" Because <laughs> that's not necessarily always communicated clearly. Well, and, that, um, and that's where that communication can come in on both ends of it. I mean, you should you should be getting that communication from above, obviously, of what you're job description actually is you would hope and, and hopefully you have a good relationship there with your manager that you could talk to them and figure out what you should and should not be doing again it goes back to that make sure to ask always ask, always ask questions always we're, 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 um, we're doing a lot of always do this things thing. we, we like to speak in declarative sentences always be closing as library experts first prize gets a car <laughs> last prize gets fired um so, Steve, like, in your opinion, when is a when is a conflict with a coworker something you should approach your manager about? What what does a conflict with a coworker look like? Well, a conflict with a coworker could be what we were talking about before that you feel like they're not living up to their potential, they're not doing the work that they should be doing. Um, so you get resentful toward that. I mean, it could be <laughs> that you're um, you see them doing something you consider unethical. It could just be um, an ar- an argument that you're having <laughs> in the break room. You may they may want to go off and talk about all their conservative politics, and you're a died in the wool wool liberal, and you don't feel like they should. You just have a personal argument with them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there. I my preference with people that I manage is that you work out your own issues if you can, but per- certainly if it's affecting the work you should come to your manager with it and mm. try to um, have some kind of intervention. I mean, preferably you could work it out, you're adults, um, but sometimes, especially if it's work-related, you're going to have issues. Yeah, and I, I think as a manager, I, I do like to know when it's going on. As, as, yeah. as far as 
working it out yourselves, like that's really important. And it shows me that then they can continue working together. But you definitely don't want to be taken by surprise with no. the conflict. So it's it's always um, that again is up to the manager to be perceptive towards the staff and towards what's sort of happening. Well, um, and I think that's something different that's between my job and yours is that I actually have a couple of layers between me and my staff. And so sometimes <laughs> things don't always filter up to me. Yeah. That's so, a, that's a danger. So yeah. that's, that, that's hard sometimes because they want to talk. They'll, they'll talk to the, like the person next up above them, but then there's two steps above them, so they don't necessarily want to always go all the way up. So, well, and that's fair too. I think you know, knowing the higher again, higher. The word of the day is hierarchy. Hashtag hierarchy. But yeah, you, you don't really balls. necessarily want to run to your full on director or anything. Not run, but go to your full on director with something that could be worked out maybe between your direct supervisor and the other person or even just you and the other person. I think too, like uh, I wrote a post for Jessica Olin's fantastic letters to a young librarian blog on this. And um, work, the workplace and workplace conflicts are really one of those places, one of those things where pride um is not your friend. Yeah, and definitely. so if it is somebody talking about conservative politics or so, you know, something you disagree with, or it's more of an interpersonal conflict, it may go against some of your instincts, but sometimes the easiest thing to do is, is be as gracious as possible and just extricate yourself from the situation so that it's, it's not going farther than it needs to, because this is, again, this is where some of the not here to make friends plays into it for yeah. me. It's it's just sort of saying, I, I don't, it's okay. <laughs> We're not going to have a fight over it. We're not at that kind of relationship. I'm just going to excuse myself and we'll, well that, just yeah, keep yeah, yeah, I mean, that's just it. I mean, you can just keep a distance from that kind of conversation in the future. I mean, you can, obviously, people who are completely political opposites can work together just fine. It's just don't have those discussions about politics and you'll be yeah. okay. And and you can feel free to say to the person, oh, you know, I think I think you remember the last time we talked about this. We're just on different sides of this. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, feel, feel free to be, yeah, feel free to be <laughs> explicit go. about it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, um, and then when it comes to stuff that's like plain and appropriate, I, I, I think most most workplaces should be having. Well, I don't know how they do it in your area, but for. Most of my jobs, there's been mandatory training on stuff that's that's truly egregious, and and mm-hmm. yes. and um, it doesn't always necessarily immediately appear egregious, but stuff that's jokes and comments and things like that. This this is a workplace, and you have to keep that in mind. And if you feel somebody's stepping over those boundaries, then you should definitely go to your supervisor or if you know if it's just comments or something like that and you feel comfortable saying hey not so much with that to the person then feel free but workplaces especially now have to be extremely sensitive to that stuff and neat with good reason um because it's not fair for anybody to work in an environment that they feel uncomfortable in so if that's the issue then definitely take it to whomever you need to to have it dealt with because that's um yeah, I mean, any if good yeah, manager yeah, I mean, if it's especially egregious like sexual harassment or something like that then there's almost certainly some sort of um 
guideline already set up by either your HR <laughs> department or something like that that of, of how to deal with that and how to report that properly. So you would hope, so. yeah. But you know, keeping in mind that that a lot of the definition for that stuff is yeah. different than most people think. Like even just being inappropriate is 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 not fair to you, and you shouldn't dread going into work. Um, and that's yep. another thing: bullying, workplace bullying, is a very hot topic now, and um, it's the same sort of stuff. You you have a right to feel. I mean, I remember being a kid and going to school, like, with dread. You shouldn't ever feel that way towards your workplace. (laughs) That would be really bad if you feel like you're dreading going into work. And that's that's something, uh, again, a good manager should be sensitive to if you come to them with it so that they can say, well, we certainly don't want you to be unhappy, so whatever needs to be done to resolve this situation. Those are the kinds of things. But when you just plain don't get along with somebody, that's so common. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. so inevitable. But, but, and, but, it, uh, but like you said, again, you can usually just avoid those kind of conversations and, and I don't know. It's, I mean, there are going to be times you're going to have to work together with somebody, but that's, yeah. uh, that's adulting. <laughs> you know, that's, adulting. <laughs> and that, I think too, like, um, obviously listeners, always do you but keep that's the the other side of the coin is when you do get close to coworkers or you you spend a lot of time together and then you go out for drinks or something too there there is always the potential for a friendship to go wrong so you know keep in mind that you you are going to have to continue working with this person or and some of these interpersonal relationships are um can be kind of complicated. <laughs> yeah. So, what, what, what do you what do you think about when somebody? So you're working with somebody and you are close friends, or at least even semi close friends, and one of you gets uh, promoted. Do you think that See? can to be the same relationship, or should that change? That's rough. And you know, for for me, um, at my old job, uh, I I wasn't Facebook friends with anybody below me Mm -hmm. like that was my rule um i was facebook friends with i think uh a couple librarians but i some of the circulation people were would request and i just sort of thought you know it's better not to do that and then um at my job i'm not facebook friends with any of my staff and it's it's which is not personal it's not like i'm posting negative things about them but it just to me seems like that's that's a personal boundary and that's um that's something you have to figure out. And when you're close friends with somebody who you then have to in turn supervise, that's that's really yeah. <laughs> it can be fraught. And yeah. and it's something probably that should be addressed immediately as opposed to like you waiting for something to happen. Is you yeah, def- you do definitely. have to sit down the person and say like, you know, we are friends and you are great, but I am now your boss and this is this set, is set the uh, boundaries. Yep. Because otherwise you're headed into scary territory. <laughs> what about you? I mean, do you are you do you have those kinds of boundaries with some of your staff? Yeah, well, I mean, the, the, the lucky thing for me in my in the system I work in is that there's multiple branches, and so usually not 100 percent of the time, but usually when you get promoted, you get moved to a different branch. So you're mm. not you're not working with the same people that you were working with before, because that can always get a little weird sometimes when you're. Uh, colleagues with somebody and on the same level and you move up and you're kind of now you're they have to treat you differently you have to treat them differently so it makes it easier for us that 
I'm at a completely, you know, I'm with a completely new staff, basically. Yeah, I think those are all good uh, sort of, it's, again, we're getting into this territory of, um, you know, your brilliant library career is really your own. Yep. Um, and everybody's going to manage it a little differently. But there's some stuff that's just so common and some of this um, conflicty co-workery stuff is... Um, it happens in a lot of places. It's it's, it's a major source of liability insurance. Right? Yeah, so. it, it's it, this is not like it's something that's this is not just a li- library thing. So. No, God no. And um, that's that's I think my number one rule is just always sort of communicate clearly. And that the the thing, by the way, we're saying about you may not always know what your coworker is doing. I would give them the benefit of the doubt if they seem to be confused about what you're doing yeah. too. You know, if you especially if you got hired on to make manage like a special project or something to your coworkers, it could just look like you're on your computer all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when I, when I started at my current job as a librarian, I essentially rebuilt the website. So basically for most of my time when I was not on desk, I was just sitting, staring at a monitor, clicking around on the internet, right? It's what it looks like. And that could easily lead to people saying, well, you're not doing any work. Mm-hmm. So you get to say, oh, yeah, let me tell you all about the stuff I'm doing and this and that. And But the bonus of that is the more you communicate, the more everybody knows. And, and you get by more, it. the more you know. The more you owe, the more buy-in you have. Oh, yeah, I think we mentioned that earlier. That I mean, communication is two-way. It's not just you listening to them. It's you also telling them what you're doing. So. Hi, I am here to be awesome. Withdrawn is a podcast lovingly handcrafted for you, the listener, by Steve Thomas in Georgia and Dolly Murley in California. You can find us on Twitter at Steve Librarian or at Loather, and the show is at Withdrawn Tweets. Our music is by Nick Amron. Find us online at withdrawnpodcast.com and you can subscribe via iTunes or your podcast app of choice. Next time on Withdrawn. <laughs> explosion. <laughs> it's always going to be explosions. Oh, yeah. Next time on Withdrawn, the zombie apocalypse. I don't know. Inevitable? If my, I, I'm not sure if my oh, yeah, I was supposed to be the Kool-Aid man or what. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like the Kool-Aid thing Kool-Aid man versus people. zombies. Fer- Ferris Bueller. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's really good.